We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Now joining me on the Oregon Man Clinics Hotline is Max Torres, publisher and lead editor of Ducks Digest, part of SI's Fan Nation, and host of the Ducks Dish podcast. He's here to once again talk Oregon recruiting, and it's our last chance to talk about the future of Oregon football, Max, before this championship game. How you doing, man? I am great, Justin. Stoked to be back talking some recruiting with you, and maybe even more excited to see what unfolds at Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas. Yeah, certainly going to be exciting. A lot of eyes on what's going to go on on the field there. But we're going to talk a little bit about what's going on off the field. Let's start off with a couple guys that have been on Oregon's radar recently. We've talked about 6'2 receiver out of Idaho, Gatlin Bear. And he's a potential flip candidate from Boise State. And recently took a trip to see Michigan and Ohio State battle it out in the game. But you got a chance to talk to his coach recently. What did you learn from that conversation? That was an awesome interview, Justin, able to talk with, with Coach Cameron Anderson, the head coach of the Burley program out there in Idaho. And this was a really awesome interview because, you know, not every recruit's easy to get a hold of. So I was really glad to just be able to talk with him a little bit and get some clarity on where things are at with Bear. I think kind of some of the biggest updates that uh, were worth passing along there from that conversation is, it looks like, for the most part, uh, signs are pointing towards Bear focusing on kind of a core trio, a core three of schools. You have Boise State, where he's still verbally committed, uh, but they fired Andy Avalos, which has created some, some instability, I should say, or uncertainty would be a better word, uh, around the Broncos program right now. And then Oregon and Michigan are looking like the two other schools that are going to have a real shot to uh, ultimately flip Bear here. Uh, in the 2024 class, took a visit out to Oregon and to the USC game, and that was a huge one, really important for the Ducks to get him back on campus. And then you also have his trip out to Michigan. That was a big one because, obviously, Michigan was, uh, was able to come away with a big win over Ohio State and continue their perfect season. Uh, I think Michigan's worth a mention here, too, because uh, they have an Idaho connection in tight end Colston Loveland, who played under uh, Coach Cameron Anderson. So I think that's probably part of the reason that uh, I would say that Michigan has a good spot here. Um, But this is a really, really big recruitment for Oregon just because, obviously, he's still verbally committed to Boise State. And I think that He's one of those high-profile recruits that uh, you play the long game with. I was told by Coach Anderson that Oregon never stopped recruiting him, and they've been very vocal that he is still a major priority for them. 
And um, I think the last thing that would be worth passing along here is that there seems to be a little bit of, uh, I guess, opening as far as his signing goes. He hasn't decided whether he's going to be signing during the early signing period or during the traditional signing period in February. I was told by his coach that he doesn't leave for that mission trip until February. So still still some uh, some room there. We don't know when he's actually going to make his final decision. Well, it sounds like his speed is too tantalizing for Oregon to give up on, and we'll have to keep track of Gatlin Bear and what he does coming out of Idaho. Let's talk about an Oregon guy and one I've actually covered in person as a basketball player up at the Child Center in Portland for the state championships last season. Jaden Fortier, uh, Tualatin's six foot five tight end, and he's currently committed to Arizona State. But it sounds like Max that there's some buzz tying him to his home state. That's right, Justin. Definitely some buzz. That obviously comes from the most recent scholarship offer. Oregon extended an offer to Fortier over the weekend on Saturday. And just as uh, kind of was the case with Bear, anytime you start uh, recruiting a committed guy, that will obviously draw a lot of attention. And it was kind of interesting to me that this was an offer that came as late as it did, seeing that the Ducks already have a trio of commitments from other in-state guys, Trent Ferguson at West Salem, A.J. Pugliano at North Medford, and Devin Brooks at, at Clackamas. So why wouldn't the number one guy in the, in the state have an offer? But that's fine because they have an offer now. Obviously, there's an opening for them. Um, I haven't been able to interview Fortier, but – He's going to be heading out to Tempe this weekend for his official visit with Kenny Dillingham, the former Oregon offensive coordinator, and the Sun Devils coaching staff who are coming off a rough year in 2023. But I'm sure that Kenny Dillingham wants to convince him or reassure him that they are building towards something special out there in the Valley. So I think that's an interesting one for sure that Duck fans should absolutely keep an eye on. I think that when I was talking about it initially, I kind of likened it to the SEC mantra of it just means more. And I think with Fortier being an Oregonian, the opportunity to play for his home state, given the success that the Ducks are having under Dan Lanning, it might just mean more. It might be too much to pass up because that's a really unique opportunity, seeing that a lot of guys from the state obviously grow up rooting for the Ducks, rooting for the Beavers, going to those games. There is a some reason for optimism seeing that he's taken a visit to Oregon before so it's not like the Ducks are starting from scratch here and Dan Lane's made it a priority to give those top in-state guys a shot and um, keep that that pipeline as far as keeping the best players home so Fortier definitely one to watch he certainly would be I have seen him in person as I mentioned and he is quite the athlete he'd be a big get for the Ducks Let's talk about a guy we've mentioned a couple times over the last few weeks, four-star wide receiver tight end, Roger Saliapaga, and he's one of Oregon's top targets. Ducks have had him in for a visit recently, making its commitment today ahead of the championship game at 5 o'clock Pacific. What's your expectation for him? We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. 
Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Roger Sayapaya has been a huge target for Oregon here in the 24th class for quite a while. Going to be choosing from a top five of Alabama, Auburn, Oregon, Tennessee, and the home state Utah Utes. But Oregon's done a great job in this one. They got him on campus for his official visit during the USC weekend when they faced the Trojans. And, and my expectation, Justin, is that he's going to be a duck. I've had my pick on the Ducks since October. And I really think since then I've, I've only gotten stronger intel that makes me more confident in that pick and ultimately him ending up a, a duck here in the 2024 class. So that's definitely, I think, if, if everything goes according to plan for Oregon, it's going to be some, some really good recruiting juice as they head towards this early signing period that we've been talking about. Uh, and he's a special talent, you know, 6'5", 2'15". And I think that uh, for, has, for as defensive heavy as Oregon's class is, this is kind of one of those statement guys that can be like, hey, we got, we got some offensive firepower to balance this thing out as well. Another guy that'd be a cherry on top for this Oregon class would be Jordan Seaton. He's supposed to come back for an official visit before the early signing period. What's your feel there for the five-star out of IMG Academy? You hear that five-star, and it definitely makes your ears perk up a little bit if you're an Oregon fan. Ducks doing a phenomenal job. Already have a pair of five-stars this class in Aiden Breland and Eliza Rushing and Seaton is a guy that I, I'm starting to feel pretty good about as far as Oregon's standing there. He did come out earlier in the fall for an unofficial visit when the Ducks took on Washington State. And the interesting thing about that one, Justin, is that I think the, the understanding and the buzz nationally around that was that it was going to be an official visit, but it wasn't until I got him on the phone to interview him that I learned it was an unofficial visit. He's taken official visits to Colorado and Tennessee of late, but you also have programs like Alabama and Florida staying alive in that one right alongside the Ducks. But at the end of the day, I think him coming back out to campus and not having taken that official visit yet is definitely something that gives Oregon a lot of momentum and confidence, I think, ultimately, in this recruitment because it's always a battle to get that final official visit or final final visit, excuse me, of any sort um, heading into a commitment. It looks like he is planning to come off the board during the early signing period and make his college commitment. So with the group that Oregon already has right now, I think I, I really like it, especially uh, Shaq McCroy, Jaquan McCroy out of Alabama and Fox Crater out of the Vancouver area in Washington. But if you can get a guy like Seton, I mean, that would just be a phenomenal, phenomenal statement for Alik Terry in his first full cycle back with the Ducks. And for all that star power they have on that D line, I think that he's looking for, for something that he can kind of puff his chest out about a little bit more, if you will. And, and I think Jordan Seaton could end up being that guy. So I'll continue seeing if I can learn more about that recruitment, but I think Oregon's kind of maybe quietly leading there. Of course, the Pac-12 championship game is getting all of the tension, as it should. 
But, of course, as we've seen over the years, the rich get richer in college football. Kind of impact does Oregon's on-field success have for the recruiting trail going forward for this team? I think it's really big. It's really big. Um, But also, it's an interesting topic because I think sometimes when people look at recruiting, they – they kind of think, oh, well, they're not having a good season, so maybe no one wants to come play for them. But coaches want to sell that as far as come play for us, come help us get this ship righted, help it get in the right direction. But I think it's a little bit different when you're looking at Oregon because there's there's so many different aspects in recruiting, especially in 2023, right? You have the portal, you have – name, image, and likeness, you have the coaching carousel, like there's so many things, tradition, NFL development, but at the end of the day, winning is the best recruiting tool. It really is. Um, I think that that's something that people kind of need to be reminded of in today's age of college football, and Oregon has done a whole lot of winning. And we out on the field. So here with Dan Lanning, I was doing a a different podcast earlier today, Justin, and I kind of just take a second and be like, wow, Oregon's having a crazy year. I think when you get so hyper-focused on the beat and, you know, writing up all these recruiting pieces, it can be hard to kind of take a second and look at the big picture nationally. So if Oregon can, can get this win on Friday, it's, it's only going to help boost their uh, their firepower, if you will, or their ammunition on their recruiting trail, I think, because, they're trying to return to the college football playoffs for the first time since the Marcus Mariota days. And I think if you can be one of those best teams that's still playing, right, you know, not everyone's still playing, I think that says a whole heck of a lot right. about your team and what you have going on uh, as, a, as a program. And certainly if you're a recruit and you see that the Ducks are still in contention for a national championship in the playoff, that might be the difference, and when you're in the recruiting trail, those little edges are all the, the difference makers that you need. You can find more of Max's recruiting content and more of coverage for Oregon football on Max's Twitter at mtorressports, or you can find his written coverage for Ducks Digest on si.com and the Ducks Dish podcast on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Max, it has been a blast having you on this season as we've watched the Ducks' future come together as one of the best classes in their history. We really appreciate you and all the coverage you've had of the early signing period and beyond. And let's do it again next year. That sounds awesome. Well, thank you so much for having me back on. Uh, Fox Sports, Eugene, Justin, it's been great getting to talk recruiting with you pretty much every week now. So I'm just really grateful for this opportunity and excited to see what the Ducks can do and, and cover the heck out of it. Have a good one, Max. Thanks, Justin. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC.